Hello and welcome to Ascent Dental Radio, a program dedicated to the balance between the clinical aspect of healthcare and the business of healthcare. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin Coughlin. Good evening. This is Dr. Kevin Coughlin. You're listening to Ascent Dental Solutions with a focus on knowledge development, training, and education. I want to thank our members, I want to thank our listeners, and I want to thank our sponsors. A shout out to David Wolf and his podcast team for making these productions possible. I also want to say a special thanks to Vocal Dental Supply Company, Henry Schein Dental Supply Company, and Patterson Dental Supply Company. Without their expertise and sponsorship, these podcasts would be very difficult. Tonight, for our guest, I have a special speaker for us. His name is Mr. Joel Daring. He has a unique perspective on leadership, and I think all of us would benefit from some of the tips and knowledge that he's gained over the decades in helping people like myself and other companies with leadership. Joel, tell us a little bit about your background, a little bit about you and your company. You know, my background in terms of my profession, I'm probably best known as Coach D because I coached college volleyball, both women and men, for about 30 years. But the beginning of my career was primarily as a leader in athletics, as a college athletic director. I kind of got to that at a young age, and that's where I learned an awful lot about leadership. So I was, a, I was an athletic administrator and a coach. And then late in my career, when I left coaching, I started preparing graduate students to become athletic administrators. So a lot of the leadership I've had experience with has been around sports, but not all of it, Kevin. And so my company, knowing that retirement was coming and I needed something in retirement, that's how I and why I developed this company leadership during leadership. And it allow, it's allowed me to continue to do some work in, in especially leadership training. Well, I know you are slightly retired, but I'm sure you're still busy. But I always thought to myself that business people, small businesses, large businesses, basically what you are is you are a coach. You're developing techniques similar to coaching. And based on your vast experience and your company's excellent reputation, What is it that you can help our listeners who are mostly dentists, dental hygienists, dental assistants? There's people associated with the medical and dental field. And for the vast majority of us, we have a small team of generally anywhere between eight and 20 employees. And we're trying to run a small business and we are fumbling many times because we either don't know the the best leadership techniques, qualities, attributes, but uh, help our listeners. What is it that you would recommend that you think would benefit our listeners the most? Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, we'll get started with this. You know, I would, I would start this way, you know, conversations around how do you lead yourself effectively, right? Personally and professionally, how do you lead others and how do you lead an organization? And and probably two of my favorite tools in my toolbox that I love to get into programming that I do and get into workshops and seminars, even motivational speaking. The first one is the idea of beginning with the end in mind, because you can apply that to anything. You can apply that to uh, staff relationship. You can apply that to customer relationships. It can be as much as 
that 20 minute appointment with that customer, you start that appointment and you know, at the end of it, you want that person to feel like they had a quality experience. And then you expand that out in your business. And those of you in the medical profession, you expand that out to a week, to a month, to a year. But I think the idea of thinking about beginning with the end in mind is a great way to lead yourself as a leader. That that's going to end up, you're going to really see the impact when it comes to quality interactions with other people and quality within your organization. You're going to pay attention to detail. And the second one I would throw out, and you, and you may have some comments on these. The second one that I really like is the, I, I call it gap leadership. It's the idea of stepping into gaps, right? Stepping into gaps in people's lives, stepping into gaps in your industry. But I think as a leader, and, and you know, and and look at at a coach. Look at look at a coach's situation. You've got all these players on your team and you're trying to develop them. And you're stepping into the gap of what they want to achieve and their dreams in athletics. And and as a coach, I've got some tools I can give them. I'm going to step into that gap on a daily basis, help them technically get better, help them become a part of the team in a meaningful way, on the court, off the court. So those are two, Kevin, that that I like a lot, the idea of beginning with the end in mind and then just kind of thinking through what are the gaps in an organization or in a culture or in a team setting or in a person's life. And stepping into those gaps and making a difference is, is something that really motivates me. Joel, with four years, I should say four decades of of teaching, leading, coaching, directing, are there certain personality traits that you think are advantageous or perhaps even a disadvantage? Is there something that you've seen in your vast experience with your company that sort of sets an individual apart from another individual, either in a positive or a negative way? It's a great question because you and I both have seen in in all walks of life, lots of examples of great leaders. Some are incredibly charismatic. And so we might think, wow, you need to be that to be a leader. And then you see others who aren't that way at all. And, And a couple that come to mind certainly is the lead by example type of person. And, and probably that gets linked to integrity. I mean, once we're, once we interact with someone for a short time, I think that integrity meter starts to show. And so I, I, I think that is a big one, is integrity. I think a person's ability to lead by example. And candidly, I, I think listening. I think the ab- ability to listen is one of the biggest attributes for a leader. Because a leader is often going to end up being in a position of, of communicating and maybe even directing communication. But the ability to listen and listen actively says a lot to the person who's communicating to you. So I I think those are a couple that I've noticed over time that usually are attributes present in someone who's very effective as a leader. Let's take the opposite approach, Joel. Are there certain attributes that you think many times you're, you're on top, you're at the pinnacle, and then you turn around and you're in a gully? And there generally are specific traits or action steps that have taken that can have a negative effect on your team or your group. Yeah, I mean, 
I would say as a coach, as a leader, I certainly, I, I think blind spots is a good topic for conversation. Do we have, we all have blind spots. We, you know, how we're perceived, how others see us, how they respond to our leadership. We might be so wrapped up and so motivated in the work we're doing, but we might not recognize our blind spots. And I think leaders who aren't reflective and maybe look for that a little bit or open themselves up to evaluation themselves. How do you find your blind spots? You need people to help you with that. So if we never ask for any input and we just think that everybody sees us as the, the best leader ever, we're probably making a mistake. And, and I think the reflective piece, I think, should lead us because we're all going to have difficult moments in whatever we're leading. We've got to learn how to unpack failure, right? And that comes from reflection. We've got to sit and think and maybe even discuss with people that are involved. And we've got to learn how to unpack failure, learn from it, and then begin again with the end in mind, right? Pick up the pieces and move forward because we're going to make mistakes, so I so I think that you know that was that was nice how you switched that because I think it's important for all of us to to kind of take a a humbling look at ourselves and look for some areas that we can improve in because it, eventually that'll make us stronger. And I think being in small businesses in generally our our group the people that are listening to these podcasts in most cases as i mentioned earlier are smaller businesses they still have the same problems the same potential solutions but sometimes in a smaller group it's a little more difficult to get true feedback because yeah. they're a little in and is there tips that you can give to our listeners to, to be able to allow your team to not feel intimidated, to say, oh, boy, this man or woman is the owner. And if I'm too critical, they might fire me. I might lose my my job, et cetera, et cetera. Is there some attributes or suggestions that you can perhaps level the playing field because generally that communication is huge. And if you're not getting correct communication, you're probably better off with no communication. Yeah. Well, if we keep it simple and man, I don't know where I've heard, I've heard this, I've heard this little tool presented a couple of different ways. And, and the one I'm going to share with you is 30 years ago and I still use it. Keep, start, stop. Just ask those stakeholders, what should we keep doing that we're doing? In other words, hey, you get to cheer us on a little bit. What should we stop doing? If you were in charge for a day, what would you tell us to stop doing? And what should we start doing? So, I mean, a little tool like that, it inv it's inviting. It allows for those maybe objections or that person's perspective in the company, and they may have a really good suggestion, but they, as you say, they may feel a little intimidated. They don't want to come off as critical. So I think if, I think that little too, what should we keep doing? What should we start doing? What should we stop doing? That might be a good first activity for someone who hasn't done a lot of that to, to see how that works out in terms of getting some feedback. 
Is there some general recommendations? Do you usually recommend in your consulting business that you meet with your team daily, uh, multiple times during the day, monthly, quarterly? Is there any strategy or breakdown that seems more successful over one strategy over another? That's a great question. I think that is a culture piece. Like I think, I think what matters there is that the leader does need to be intentional in making sure that the employee group especially knows in our culture, we have a, a weekly staff meeting and we're not going to veer from that, right? We, we, I think what matters is whatever that is, is intentional. And I do think it needs to be somewhat systematic and regular. I mean, I think over the course of, you know, it's it's typical for someone to have an annual review. Probably having at least at least three check-ins a year in addition to an annual annual review over 12 months, you know, depending on how the management team is set up. And, and a lot of that probably needs to be shared in a very big company. But those touches are critical. Those touches are critical. And, and you know better than anybody, you know better than me, Kevin, what's going on you know, right now in the world of business. And, and a lot of people, I believe, a lot of companies are struggling maintaining and, you know, their employee base or get, or if they're searching for someone, getting the best of the best. And I think opening that, you know, communication in some kind of a regular way that's consistent is probably the answer there. Well, thank you. I can just tell you that in my consulting business, a day does not go by where someone isn't struggling. They're going like, what's happening? My my team is leaving. My team is looking for another job. Whether it's a combination of COVID, the fear of the dental profession of, of, of being perhaps more exposed to a virus than in other occupations, the fact that there are potentially conflicting motivations today where you may be able to still make a decent income without actually working, people getting a little compliant saying, you know what, I, I, I got away without working for a few months. Maybe I can get away with it a little longer. And I just, are you seeing that in your consulting business? Do you see that with uh, some of the, the individuals that you're working with, or is this just unique to the dental and medical field? No, it, it, that's it, it, that is, and that's why I kind of referred to it because I feel like it's popping up everywhere, whether it's in informal and formal mentoring of young professionals I'm doing as I listen to them trying to put their career together and even moves they're making soon after they just got somewhere. And I'm kind of cautioning them against that. I mean, I, I do think there, there are, there's a movement, you know, in, in the employment world and, and COVID probably has had a lot to do with it. But to answer your question, yes, it, I feel like, and I and I've worked with a lot of different companies in a lot of different fields, and I think it's pretty universal right now. Well, for our listeners, if they wanted to reach out in a full announcement, Mr. Daring, Dr. Daring, he has spoke to my group. I am a big believer in communication. I've had as many as 220 employees and as few as 
50 employees, and I've had different speakers speak to the group along with myself. And by far the most engaging was when Mr. Daring came out to our group and just spoke from the heart. And it was entertaining. It was enlightening. And the positive feedback that I got was just really sensational. As a matter of fact, it aggravated me a little bit. They liked it much better than me. But I wanted to say, is there a way for our listeners to reach out if they wanted to get some personal advice or perhaps use you in your company as a speaker to sort of uplift their groove and put them in a positive direction? Yeah, I'm not hard to find. Just... Yeah, it, just go to Deering, and my last name is spelled D as in David, E-A-R-I-N-G, DeeringLeadership.com. And I've got my Rosen Gold, my marketing branding company, has just put my new website up. And honestly, just a simple Google search is not hard to find. I'm kind of well-known locally, you know, as a, as a coach at Springfield College. But DeeringLeadership.com, you can go on there. You can get all my contact information and I'd be happy to to respond to anybody who would like to have a conversation. You have a home in Florida too, correct? We do. We're here. We're we're up north half the time. We're down in Naples, Florida, half the time. You know, doing some of the programming, you know, through Zoom. That's not my preference, but with COVID, it was a necessity. And so, you know, we've really done a wide variety of formats with programming over the last four years since I launched this in 2018. Well, I can tell you, you were a terrific asset to my company and continue to be an asset to my company. And I appreciate you taking time today to speak to our listeners and to take time with me. This is Dr. Kevin Coughlin. You've been listening to Ascent Dental Solutions with a focus on knowledge, education, training, and development. Again, a shout out to our sponsors, Patterson Dental, Henry Schein, and Vocal Dental Supply Company. I certainly appreciate their support. And without that support, these podcasts would be very difficult. Thanks again, Joel. Terrific job. And I look forward to speaking to you in the near future. Thank you, Kevin. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.